All right, we're back, circling back podcast, up in smoke edition. My name's Will DeFries. To my left, David, big smoke, rough. <laughs> you don't smoke big. Talking about more like mid smoke. I'm dabbing. He's dabbing. Hey, I don't, we're probably not going to talk too much sports today, but I wanted to be the first to say I think last night was the night. I think. I think Trav gave Tay the ick post game. Oh. I think that might have done it. So what, I, they'll stick with it through the Super Bowl, but I give it three weeks afterward tops. Uh, I saw a little embrace, a little smooch on the field. What 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 I miss? It was when he decided to um, just randomly blurt out, "You got to fight for your right to party." When they were like, "Hey man, that was a great game. How's it feel? You you passed Jerry Rice. Blah blah blah. You're you're great." And he just he's just like, oh, I'm gonna do a random Beastie Boys song from 25 years ago. You add that add that to the ick list. It was on my ick list. When your boyfriend wins a AFC championship and and says, you gotta fight for your right to party. I mean, dude's obviously got big motion, but like, <laughs> straight up cringe. He's like, ah, girl, <laughs> you all you already <laughs> my Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> you know I'll fuck with you, right? <laughs> you know I'll fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. That was it. That's all we have. To, we don't have to talk about anything else. Dylan Shivery. Uh, first of all, I am very happy to be here. Just want to get that out there. Um, secondly, is it, it is officially Girl Scout cookie season. I had opportunities to buy Girl Scout cookies like five times maybe over the weekend. They're everywhere, man. And so, I, yeah, I copped. I did. On two separate occasions, actually. Weren't you saying that Girl Scout cookie names have gotten woke? No, I did not say that. Okay. Uh, I've actually ranked my Girl Scout cookies, oh, and I'm not taking feedback at this time. Thank you. I bought yeah. Thin Mints. Hold on, hold on. Let, I want to hear Will's. I, I bought Thin Mints. I bought peanut butter sandwiches, and Parks requested Adventure Fools, so I got him some of those too. And, Will, give uh, me your, give me Will. I want the Will DeFreeze official ranking. He's gonna do Samoas first. No, mine I think would be number one Thin Mints, number two peanut butter sandwiches, number three peanut butter patties, Dude, number four shortbreads. Number five, Adventure Fools. Uh, I think at number six, I'm going to slide in uh, some lemonades. There you go. Oh, yeah. And then at number seven, I'm going to hit them with the caramel chocolate chips. And then uh, obviously number eight, Toasty Yays. And then number nine, Samoas. And like I said, I will not be accepting feedback at this time. Thank you. Hey, man, no notes. That was perfect. I think 10 of 10. I'm not trying to like have like a big you know debate over Girl Scout cookies right now. That's not why I'm here. But while Thin Mints are a good cookie, I don't, I truly don't understand how so many people can put them atop the ranking. You put those Johns in the freezer? Yeah, it's fine. It's You're fine. Crazy, they they kind of just taste like cold versions of the other ones. You're crazy. If you told me you were breaking them up and putting them in some ice cream or something, like I might be more into that. But I just, I think there's such an, it's such an okay cookie okay. that I don't understand how it can rank <clears throat> number one. It, 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 they're so good. My question is, why are the mints so thin? Why not do thick mints? No, I don't have a good answer for that. Yeah, I didn't think so. Sorry. Maybe try again later, Chief. They're, they're, they're gas. I almost put peanut butter sandwiches number one. A late, a late flip in my brain. Calling them peanut butter patties. That's just why they call me a little flip. Get with it, man. Is that why? Like, what yeah. are you guys doing? Like, it's what just. Do you mean? It's are just, those your number one? Dude, they're tagalongs. Like, why are we calling them? Yeah, those are my number one for sure. Not even close. It's a good cookie. Correct. It's, it's, a, it's not a good cookie. It's a great cookie. It's a good cookie. That's why they're number three on my list. 
That's it, fine. But like there, there are so many reasons that tagalongs, um, I would even say, I know you're not a Samoa guy and I don't understand how. I'm not a... I'm not a coconut guy. I don't even feel like it's that coconut heavy. You, you, your boy doesn't do coconut. No kid that's eating a Samoa is thinking that there's coconut in it. They're just eating it and being like, damn, this is good. Like, ooh, what's the gritty uh, substance I'm chewing on? Oh, that's nasty coconut. Okay, but when you invited me over to do... Never mind. What? <laughs> yeah, would you like it more if it was coke and nut cookies? Get your corny, horny joke out of the corn in these. I've never even seen Adventurefuls before. Corn. An indulgent brownie inspired cookie topped with caramel flavored creme with a hint of sea salt. I think they're new on the scene. Why'd you say? <laughs> They've been around for like one or two years. You have to think that the combination of the brownie inspired cookie with the hint of sea salt and the caramel flavored creme, you have to think that they're it's fine. a juxtaposition play for this they're squad. Fine. They're fine. It's Arsenal a J play. Okay. Sure, Dave. Uh, I'm glad we got to the bottom of this, man. We should do like a, an official ranking, and Randy, you can clip it, and we'll we'll post it as a reel on social media. I mean, I already, I think it's already put it out there. That's our official. No, but we're it's going to be us arguing about it. What sweets you guys been keeping around the house lately? Thin mints. Stop. Stuff that my parents got me for Christmas. The only thing right now is um, we got some. Reese's peanut butter cup, John's. You like a just, Christmas edition one. It's like, oh a little, it's like a little snowman, I think. Okay. And vanilla ice cream. Dude, we've been mashing Ooh. the... We've had some gummy bears around lately. Uh, Sally was going to use them to help with some potty training. Uh, not for me, for my son. I was going to say, I thought you should be there already. No, she, she keeps thinking I pee my pants, but I'm like, babe, it's beer. Right, right. It's fine. Um, and so uh, I've just been going in on gummy bears. No training's been done yet because I've just been eating them too fast. I have no qualms with that. You ever put gummy bears in the freezer? No. Oh, it's a thing. It's very much a thing. Yeah, when you put them in ice cream, which Parks does sometimes, they, they do harden a bit because of the cold ice cream. Oh, because it's a juxtaposition play. Shout out to Joy Mode. They harden like James. I don't like that we're having to kind of like... I know, man. You're, you're doing something different. Are you guys having mic issues fix, fix right the, now? Fix the mic. He, I, I just I can't see Dylan's face. What if we replaced all the microphones in the studio with mics that came down from the ceiling like we were Michael Buffer? <laughs> I can't see Dave's hot face. That would be they awesome. They have to go up and down, though. Mm -hmm. Rainy. Rainy, can you get on that? Can you make them wireless, too, though? Your budget is $25. <laughs> make it happen. We're only doing Britney Spears, Garth Brooks. That'd mics. be fine. I'd be totally okay if we started doing headset mics. It would be so cringe. No, but how easy would it be to do everything? It'd be so cringe. It'd be man. so easy to record and have free hands. I wouldn't be able to take us seriously. I'd just be like <laughs> laughing the whole time. Hey, uh, I opened Twitter this morning, and it wasn't the first time I scrolled, but the second time around, um, I saw a video of a guy uh, in Thailand base jumping. and. His chute didn't open, so did shout he, out did to he stick the landing? Oh no, no, he's he is no longer with us. Oh, that's too bad. Is, You'll, it, is it possible he hit the ground so hard that he just went through it and came out the other side of the earth? Um, I, I I don't think so, man. Man, based on like my limited knowledge of the earth, <laughs> I'm I'm getting a lot of uh, like school like school fight videos served to me that that end really poorly. Like Cat Williams is on the ground crying. Okay. Like a like a twelve year old getting his just skull like smashed against the pavement. That sounds terrible. I, I know. I don't that. ask for any of this shit. I'm it's Do you go look evil. at the comments to see if they're okay and people were like, Don't worry, I was there. He's okay. 
Yeah, my favorite Twitter accounts just minor brawls. Just minors brawling. Yeah, I I just don't need to be. I don't need to see that, man. Y'all got to change your algorithm up. How? DM Elon, be like, hey, dude, can you take me hey, out man, of the, the, the growth fuck? stuff? Um, hello. Enough of the gold. I'm Elon Musk. I can't do it. That's not a good Elon. That's terrible, dude. That sucks. Usually, you're good at this. Though. Yeah, you that need sucks. to spend some more time in your car alone, workshopping your Elon Musk. I'm Elon Musk. Uh, he doesn't have that. No, he's, he's got like a he's got a hint stinks. of the South African accent, but it's not it's not totally South African accent at this point. His delivery stinks. The way he talks. His Rogan interview, it's like, dude. Speak up a little bit. No, man. it's it's him computing. Dude. Speak with your chest. Rogan Rogan will say something, and then he takes three seconds to compute it, and then he spits out his answer. It's weird. Robert, but he smoked that fucking blunt, dude. Dude, that's so sick. Did he inhale? No. I heard it was just sticks and stems only. So your ideal blunt. Mm. You love that mid. <laughs> Stop, dude. Didn't you tell us recently man. that you the one time you rolled a joint, it was unsmokable? Yeah, in Denver. This is like how's that possible? This is probably twelve years ago. Uh, what do you mean? How is it possible? I don't know. Like, what what was unsmokable? Like, it, like it, it wasn't roll? packed enough. Like, there was I couldn't. It, it wouldn't draw at all. It was I had to take it out and have someone else do it for me. Damn, dude. It was. It was I'm, look, if you want a, a good J rolled, don't come to your boy. That's all I'm trying to say. I'll give you some sticky weed, but I can't roll it for you. Don't go to the forty-year-old guy wearing all denim. Should we yeah. pick up? Some he's not going to. He's not going to do a good. Should we job. pick up some Reggie and and do a blunt rolling contest for circling back? Reggie, come on, dude! You don't smoke Reggie. I don't know what that is. It's very in your world. Is it super sticky? No, no, it's kind of the super opposite. Super sticky. It's kind of the opposite. Super. That's why I don't know what it is because I don't. I don't fuck with. I'll that be shit. honest. I don't, I, don't, I don't really totally know what Reggie is because I don't. I don't buy marijuana from dealers. And I don't stuff. fuck like, with that low end shit. Yeah, it's not really my thing. I just give it to Dave whenever it comes across my desk. I'll smoke anything. I'll donate it. We got some major news. It's not that major. But yeah, we still got some Wilmot's polo still available. Size large only. Go cop one. They're going away. By the time spring hits and you're like, damn, I need the perfect patio shirt. I need the perfect shirt to go out and golf with the boys on a bachelor Ooh. party. I need the perfect shirt to wear to a happy hour with all my coworkers so they think, oh, this guy's cool, but he also wears moisture-wicking material. Ladies, Valentine's Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get your man something springy, something he can play golf in. Welcome to Wilmot's. There are 20 larges left. 20 larges left. 20, I might just buy them all myself and put them on eBay for like $1,000 each. No other sizes available them. at this point. Yeah, I might. If you get it, it might be signed by your boy. Or Perfect you, marker. They're game-worn, Will DeFreeze, mm -hmm. Wilmot's polos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what's up. I'll wear, my, I'll wear a, a polo to the next meetup and do a jersey swap, even though last time we just swapped back because he wanted his, his dope polo. Where did we do that? Houston, H-Town. More on meetups in a little bit. Tomorrow. Beyond the paywall, we have Randy's game show. Randy will be hosting. Dylan will be producing as Dylan got last place in our last uh, edition of Randy's game show, which means Brett Merriman will be sitting in Dylan's chair, uh, really going after it. So it's going to be an exciting time beyond the paywall. Patreon.com slash circling back podcast. If you want to leave us a voicemail, 888-618-4422. Newsletter hit different the other day. Wash.substack.com. And you can watch all this on youtube.com slash circling back. For all the patrons out there, we do have a patron exclusive item dropping this week beyond the paywall. It's a beautiful t-shirt. Uh, something tells me that it won't need to get promoted outside of Patreon, but we'll see. It's time to recap this weekend in fun. Presented 
by our good friends over at Naked Wines. You know your boy loves getting some wine in the mail. You ever walk in the store and you have no idea what to get? That's pretty much me. I'm looking at that second shelf just thinking, please have an aesthetically pleasing bottle here. And if I get it home, I don't even know if it tastes good or not because I'm an idiot. I'm I'm kind of wine stupid. I don't, I don't, I don't, I look at it. You know, a shelf of wine. Like I don't know what's good here, so I just—it's just a random grab bag situation for me. Naked wines, however, so they—not to brag—they sent me a lot of it. Yeah, we know. And every single one, one I've had—you got more than us. Listen to me. Every single one I've had, Will, is very good. I had one last night that had a fly fisherman on it. It was absolute gas. Today's podcast is sponsored by Naked Wines. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price that you'd normally pay in stores. You're probably sitting there and you're like, how do they do this? Do they cut out the middleman? Well, guess what? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for the vineyard to deliver directly to your door for up to 60% off of what you would normally pay in store. By cutting all those traditional retail middlemen costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. As a result, you'll get exclusive access to hundreds of top quality uh, award-winning wines at huge savings, making Naked Wines the perfect thing for any type of wine drinker. Like I said, I got some Pinots in the mail the other day. Got about, I think, between six and eight bottles. I didn't get uh, 16 bottles like Dylan over here. He was really living good. Yeah. But that's okay. I was eating. That's okay. But the best part is every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker. So you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true with that first sip. Head over to nakedwines.com slash steam and click enter voucher in the top right when you see the website or when you go on the website and just put in steam for both the code and password. And you get six bottles of wine. Yes, I said six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. That's nakedwines.com slash steam and use code and password steam to get six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, nakedwines.com slash steam, code and password steam for $100 off your first six bottles. Dylan. Hello. Did you get anything done this weekend? Oh, wow. Thanks for asking, Will. Uh, Friday, I went out with you fellas and our friend John Duda, who was in from out of town. <coughs> you got some Mexican food, a place on the east side. Fun little spot. Good Interesting mark. spot. Interesting spot. The kitchen, Dave, just absolutely buzzing. You noted. Yeah. Apparently, I'm the one, only one who enjoyed that scene. Dave went to the bathroom and came back. He's like, dude, you guys got to pop into the kitchen right now. It's going off in there. Let's just say his wife was also with him. It was a lot of fun as well. Not just John, but his wife as well. Um, great time. We then we went to Kelly's and I drank, I don't know, a million Guinness Guinnesses. I think you had like three. I had three. Like I think I I think I think we just had like three rounds for the boys. I had three. If you had that, that, that many, really I need had. to resend that Venmo. Yeah. 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 I had three Gin Guinnesses. Gin I. Plural. Be careful there, buddy. And uh yeah, I got a little inebriated and decided to, to go home. Saturday, big family day. Parks and I went to my dad's, uh, my sister, brother-in-law were there, their little uh, daughters, and uh, it was just a great time. We went out to eat. Sunday, Where'd you go? Uh, Maddie's. There's a, Maddie's really close to his house, so we went to Maddie's. Hacienda? Si. One on Brody? Si. It's a good Maddie's. Not on Brody. I guess I'll just fuck off for the rest yeah, of the show. Brody. Hey, it's Dave, Dave, could you do me a favor? I'm back. Brody and Slaughter. Could you fuck off the rest of the show? I'm back. I don't have to fuck off anymore. And 
Sunday, spent a lot of the day outside. The weather was beautiful. I was, I needed some vitamin D, and there vitamin D aplenty yesterday. So I was outside a lot. I'm so glad you got the D yesterday. Needed all the D. Did you pop top? A pop top, yeah. Did you took Stella to Zilker? Did you do the thing where you get it on your butt? Yeah. He's asking if you sunned your butthole. I did a quick sesh, like 15 min minutes. I need to find like a quiet area and just try that one time. What's what's stopping you? Finding a quiet area and getting 15 minutes alone to myself. It's Lack of difficult. privacy. Because if someone catches you, that's tough. That's a tough one to explain. Yeah, it's a compromising position <clears throat> to be caught in by one Quite. of your neighbors. Yeah. Do you Fe think FedEx guy rolls up and I'm just spread eagle <laughs> in my lawn? It's tough. Do you think anyone's ever done it for too long and gotten sunburned? Yeah. Sure. Boy, that's not a good place to get sunburned. Like top of the feet, top of the ear, ears, or you know, those are two tough places. Scalp, if you're lacking uh, coverage up top. Two hole though. Two holes tough. Top of the feet has to be the worst. Sock play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In eighth grade, I had to wear socks at the pool every single day after that first day, just not putting stuff on my feet. I was I was the kid at the pool just rocking ankle socks. That's so swaggy. You should have just worn aqua socks. Dude, I didn't have a choice, David. We were in Mexico. We were at an expensive resort. They upcharged the aqua socks there, my guy. <laughs> socks at the resort pool. <laughs> Hitting them with it. That concludes my weekend in fun. Dude, Dave, that sounded like a weekend here's the filled rock. with fun. Here's the rock. Hey, um, so yeah, we had a good time at dinner. I got there late. I had the uh, the random chair they just threw up against the head of the table. Not a big deal. Didn't have the way that restaurant operates though. I do like their menu, but we had a table that was probably for four, and we tried to go five. And the way they bring it out, it's very uh, it's a horizontal plate play, and I didn't really have the the room. Will at one point I dropped my um my my little foil uh, container of tortillas and we'll pick it up for me that was really cool of you um i enjoyed my meal I'll, I'll say i hated the menu there really yeah i thought it was absolute trash the qr code you had now, to do the qr code that's a great point you bring up the menu and the menu had no prices for anything so you're just kind of like guessing yeah which is fine like when you had a group dinner and everyone's splitting it but like you don't want to be the person that accidentally orders like a 48 dollar fish taco plate or some shit very very fair and again the kitchen i have to say <laughs> They have the little, uh, it's like a house, an old house on the east side. What's the place called? Lichas? Lichas? Lichas. I don't know. No, I wasn't familiar with their game until that night. Well, to, to walk to the restroom, they have two restrooms, and then they have like the um, little washroom outside of it. So you wash your hands um, right there in the kitchen. You can see it's right across the way. And they're just blaring Pitbull. And like everybody, you could see like all, all the people in the kitchen were really into it. I was like, wow, this is a scene. So I go back to the table and I, I decide for some reason that anybody would care. And I'm like, dude, the kitchen's a scene right now. Uh, 10 minutes later, like two people had gone to the bathroom. They're like, yeah, it didn't look like anything yeah, crazy. Not for just, me, it was just like one dude just like yeah. cooking, working his ass off cooking. Yeah. So uh, I regret the error. Yeah, you really blew that, man. My mistake. Is it because you had a Bluetooth speaker with you and you were blasting <laughs> Pitbull when you walked by the, the kitchen? Might have been. I have one on my little chain wallet now. That's sick. You didn't know I had that motion, did you? That's big motion, man. Oh, let's see. Saturday. So we were doing we dealt with our first bout of child strep throat. The roads man uh was under the weather. Although you wouldn't be able to tell. 
It's like, it's amazing when, when kids that age are sick, it's like nothing is bothering them. You know, asks for a little bit more, wants a, a, a lollipop, wants a popsicle, a little bit more than normal, but kind of stayed home. He's cut from a different cloth, dude. He is a different breed. They don't, they don't make them like him. They just stopped in the last three years. They, they yeah. They broke the mold. I <laughs> <laughs> broke the mold with this one. Uh, Sunday was uh, the day. Actually, you know what? Saturday night is kind of when Sunday started because I made meatballs. Oh, I sent you guys a pic. Uh, didn't get as much love on it. You know, just I thought maybe sending the boys some meatballs, they'd get like a little bit more into like the exclamation points on the text. And that's fine that they didn't. But they were very good meatballs. I did something I've never done with a meatball. Right, Will's going back. Will's checking the receipts here. I just want to make sure that you got appropriate amount of love. Eh, no, Dave got, Dave got fucked on this text. Sorry, dude. It looked good. You got zero reactions to the actual photo of meatballs. I will say, Dave, I almost responded to your text and said, I would break pescatarian to eat your meatballs. And I would. That's all I need. And you know what? Thank you. I only eat meatballs that are a proprietary mixture of pork and beef with uh, some of my favorite part of meatballs is really Dave's special uh, rizzle drizzle. You cook them in that uh, that thing? I begged him in it, yeah. I didn't do. I didn't pan fry them. It's a little bit easier of a cleanup. Um, then, I, then the key is to let them sit in the sauce. You got to let them sit, sit in the Dude, gravy. You got to let them get it. lost in there a little bit, you Dude, know? You just forgot about it. Oh, where'd that other meatball go? Six hours later, I was like, those meatballs are still in there? Uh, Sunday was, uh, look, we know what Sunday was about. Watching football. Didn't go my way in either game. <laughs> Sorry, Will. It's okay. Uh, we would have lost to the Ravens. <sighs> You've been playing the Chiefs. I know, but had had it gone everyone's way, we yeah, would have ended up right. losing to the Ravens. I don't know, dude. Detroit. I had it. They, they're... They should have won that game. Uh, rolled right into True Detective, episode three. What's the review? I'm seeing a lot of conflicting stuff online, David. The The only issue I have, and it's not really a, a negative thing, the only part I'm going to give away, it's it's Alaska, very far north, and they're in kind of the, that point in the season where the sun just doesn't come out, so it's just dark at all times. So you have Sun no idea what like point used to before. what point of day they are, like where where what time it is. It could be two a.m. It could be four p.m. You don't know. Well, time is just a, a society built structure, Dave. It's a flat circle. That's right. That's something we learned season mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm enjoying it. And there's a really creepy part at the end that I won't give away. But I can tell you, if you quote the um, hospital room scene to your wife as she's trying to go to sleep. Doesn't go over well. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Cool. And here I am. Well, I'd like to hear your weekend. You know, it was a good weekend. I made the I made the classic mistake on Friday of not eating lunch, which then uh, really caused me to have quite the hangover after going out with the lads on Friday night. Uh, after the circling back boys decided to leave, I decided to hang back with the young crew. We had to get some pints down with Randy, you know? Your, your in-laws? Oh, you mean me and James. Yeah, yeah, you and you and James. And so uh, we hung out there. Shout out to the backers at Kelly's Irish Pub. Um, shout out to the guy who sat next to us at Kelly's Irish Pub who looked like he was from, uh, I don't know, the 1800s. 
With the chops, dude. He had the he had the greatest sideburns I've ever seen. He had on glasses that just reminded me of Shmi from Hook. Yeah. It's like, like dude was just electric. It's like he got there via horse and carriage. Mm-hmm. He had a kilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was even wearing a kilt. It was really just a beautiful thing. Um, waking I, up on Saturday was a little tough. I thought some I thought some Advil the night before would remedy everything. It didn't. I was feeling it too, man. Yeah, yeah. I. I I, I I do hesitate to talk about my weekend at large because I, I did make a mistake this weekend. Well, technically, actually, let me talk it out with the court. I played my Zah card hungover on Saturday. Right. This was after a lunch at Maudie's uh, where I got uh, some enchiladas with a fried egg on top of them. Shout okay. out to the Marfa stack. Very good. Uh, but that didn't cure the hangover, so I decided to go Zah. Sally was going out with some friends that night, and so when I played the Zah card, I felt good about it. wasn't the best Zah, though. Last night, I was like, well, we're, we're staring at a, an NFC championship game right now. I got to get some Detroit-style pizza. So did I – I mean, now I just can't play my Zah card the rest of this week, but I didn't break any rules last week, right? No, you chose to go back-to-back Saturday-Sunday, but everybody knows it starts over on Sunday. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. It's settled. So I got some Detroit-style pizza. We did the eight-corner because, you know, I'm a savage. That's what's up. Uh, I did a veggie-forward pizza. Had a lot of peppers on it. uh, But I also got a little pineapple (laughs) on it because uh, I wanted a little sweetness in it. It was really the juxtaposition. It's a J-ply. I had a buddy over. He brought his son over. and we We really enjoyed the game. The vibes were high. But the second he left, everything started to go downhill. Uh, Sally started criticizing me because I, I took off my jersey um, to switch into some pajamas in the middle of the game. Oh, no. And I put my jersey over my pajamas. But she thinks that in the small uh, three-minute window when I didn't have the jersey on, she worries that I jinxed the entire season right then. It's a butterfly effect. It doesn't feel good when your wife is blaming the entire season on on that three minutes of just jersey swapping. It was, it was tough. Uh, I can say if we had been doing a watching party and you had done that, uh, you, I would be upset with you. I'm going to hope that there are other factors in play, but now we have a Taylor Swift versus Bob Weir Super Bowl, so it, it's really going to tell a lot about what people uh, their rooting interests in this Super Bowl. You understand the butterfly effect, Dylan? I do. Yeah. Why don't you explain it to the folks at home? Yeah. So uh, one one little minor thing can change future outcomes unforeseen. That's not it. It's butterflies affect the environment in so many ways. Mm-hmm. But the effect it applies to more than just actual butterflies. So one butterfly flaps its cute little monarch wing. Yeah. And next thing you know, Travis Kelsey's doing Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. You see that Ashton Kutcher movie? No, I never saw it. Dude, where's my car? Uh, the butterfly effect. Didn't age well, let me tell you. <laughs> it was an answer today on the Barstool trivia thing. I don't know. I clicked it, and I just did the Barstool trivia Sean thing. William Scott, Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. I can't believe that movie wasn't great. No. Dude. Sweet. Dude. Sorry. And that's all I did this weekend. Go Lions. Thanks for everyone for freaking with me this season. Had a really good time. How are we feeling about Dan? I'm fine. We wouldn't be where we are without Dan Campbell. You know, he might, he's going to get some criticism for going for it, but as someone who was sitting on the couch yelling, go for it, it doesn't feel right <laughs> for me to, uh, to, to sit there and, and criticize. Uh, you know, we, we went for it on fourth down this, this season more than any team has literally ever done in this century. So I'm not going to complain. Uh, we got, we got here biting kneecaps and we're going to go down biting kneecaps. That's what it is, man. You know, that coaching matchup was Longhorn v Aggie. 
I, I try to suppress cool. the fact oh, cool, that he's man. an Aggie, but yeah, that's okay. It's mostly because Aggies are mean to me. He's a very likable one. So it's I okay. kind of wish he went to Tech. Uh, Robert O'Keefe, Lyle Lovett, Dan Campbell. That's my list. Lyle, Lyle's another one that I ignore. Yeah, Johnny Manziel. Sure, Johnny too. Even though he's about seven inches taller than you, he's not. I've seen the photo. He's not. Is he the only NFL quarterback to make himself shorter just to have the chip on his shoulder get bigger? Yeah, kind of. Like it sure seems that Baker way. Baker probably does some shit like that too. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but Baker Baker is like he's he's open about being short, whereas he's, like Johnny Manziel pretends to be short, but actually is not. Yeah, he's like a solid six one. He's so much. Maybe he did that surgery after he got uh, got in the league where he extended his shins. He did the reverse. Has anyone ever done that surgery like in like to get shorter? Like they want to be a short king, like a bro. I'm too tall. Like, dude, I just I'm getting too much attention. I don't know, man. Rob's not. <sighs> I don't. I don't really want to be here anymore. Because I said probs? No, just because like I hey. don't know. I've been really, I've been really trying to put put aside the lion stuff. Uh huh. Trying to act like it hasn't been happening. It's okay. It's okay. We'll get him next season. Until then, we're just gonna have to groove through life. There it is. That's that's. Mm -hmm. God, this guy's the goaded man. You know, <laughs> even though the lions weren't easy on my emotions, it became a lot easier on my wallet, which has been struggling lately. I need to replace it with a groove life. Okay. You guys know what I'm talking about. Today's episode is sponsored by Groove Life. The Groove Wallet is a sleek, low-profile wallet engineered for everyday use. One simple thumb motion perfectly fans up to six cards for easy access to find everything you need. With this durable, high-quality aluminum out of shell, or as they say in Britain, aluminium, this wallet is unlike any wallet we've ever seen. Plus, they just launched their carbon fiber wallet, which is everything you need, everything you loved about the original Groove wallet, but with the added carbon fiber included. These guys believe in their wallets so much that they got a 94-year no BS warranty. If you try to bring them any BS, they're going to be like, we're not worried about the BS. Here's a new wallet. That's a pretty good deal. You don't see a no BS thing like that. Very you just often. don't, dude. It sounds so cool when you flick out the cards. Mm -hmm. Makes oh, it like yeah. a super like a secret agent. It kind of sounds like a like you're pumping a 12 gauge shotgun. The blicky. Yeah. They should make a Dylan wallet called the blicky. Yeah, that'd be dope, man. They make more than just wallets too. Belts, rings, watch bands, AirPod cases, so much more. Go check them out. And it's 2024. If you're still using the same wallet from 2004, now is the time to update your wallet game with Groove Life. Head over to GrooveLife.com slash Steam. That means 20% off of all Groove Life products. It's the best offer you'll find out there. And so you have to use our link, GrooveLife.com slash Steam for 20% off your order. One last time, that's GrooveLife.com slash Steam for 20% off your order. Dylan, here's the rock. Yes, thank you. Well, um, big time stuff to talk about right here. So we've talked to you guys about uh, what we're going to do with the circle. What was that? You'll see. Okay. Um, we've been talking about the circling back meetup that we're going to be doing in 2024. And we mentioned how there's going to be a, a major charitable aspect to it. So what we decided to do is we've narrowed it down to, it is now eight cities, not nine. We'll explain why in a minute. Because we ate that up. Eight cities on the list, and the cities that we chose for the list are places where we have a lot of listeners and places where, honestly, we kind of want to visit. So, Dude, let me announce the cities. 
Will, please, let me announce the cities. Please take it away. Here, here are the cities per Will DeFreeze. This is in no particular order. We're not ranking the cities currently. The cities that are up for grabs here are Atlanta, that's in Georgia, Madison, Wisconsin, Seattle, New York, New York, Washington, D.C., Charlotte, Nashville, mm. and Denver. If you're a Chicago person, you might be wondering why it's not listed. It's because it stinks, baby. Chicago Again, stinks. I know. We love Chicago. Ooh. And we'll explain later why it's not on the list. But the fundraiser is now live. We will, we will send you links via social media when this episode is over. But the, um, it's, it, there's a website called Fundly, and it's, it exists to collect donation funds like this. So it, it kind of works out perfectly. And I have set up teams. There are eight teams, and each team is the city, like each city. So when you go to this website, you're going to want to – and it's all – the instructions are all right here, so you won't be too confused. But you're going to want to scroll down and find your city. It will be on the bottom right of the page. You select your city, and from there you will donate. That way your funds will be applied to your city. What if we name the teams? I think the best way to do it is just have the city be the team name, David. Okay. Like there's like, a Seattle like, city, an Atlanta like little, city. Okay. Fair. Whichever city raises the most money, that's where the meetup will be. <laughs> Pretty simple all, here. All the proceeds from the donations will go to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Yes. All the money will go to St. Jude's. St. So Jude. even if your city doesn't win, your funds will still be given to St. Jude's. It's, it's you know, I think this is the best way to do it. Yeah. St. St. Jude's, a wonderful organization. Are you, uh, are you getting your beak wet? Wetting this? Are you are you getting a little taste here? I'm gonna make I a donation not. to a city. I'm not. I'm not saying which city I'm going to do it to, but I will be making a donation. So the the um, the, the platform that collects the funds, it's uh, Stripe. They, they collect a small fee. We don't collect the fee. So a, a, every dollar that we get will go to St. Jude's. Every single one. Come. It's like a processing fee. This is standard stuff, you know. Anyway, it is now live, folks. And again, we will drop you the link. We'll put it in the description of this episode as well. We'll send it over social and probably a newsletter announcement this week as well. So get get to donating. If you want us to show up to your city, you better come correct. Now, let's talk Chicago for a second. Oh, uh, Dylan, why isn't Chicago on the list, man? We thought you Dude, yeah, we, we, love we put Chicago. we put Chicago too much on a pedestal. Here's the thing: we're going to Chicago. In June, I believe, we are headed to Chicago for a meetup. Um, so we were doing two meetups this year, one in Chicago and one from the list of these eight cities. Uh, the Chicago one is sponsored by our, our good friends at Muggsy. So that one's happening, folks, in June. I don't know the exact date. It hadn't even been determined yet, but it's happening. We'll be in Chicago this summer. Might catch a Cubs game. Might go to a parlor and get some some wild-ass uh, Bloody Marys. I don't know what we're going to do yet. It's going to be dope, though. We're probably not going to go to Lou Malnati's. Don't. Probably not going to go. What's it's the steaks, other baby. place? Giordano's. We'll go there, right? We'll go to Giordano's. So I'm Rain. not going to eat it uh, an hour before bedtime. Don't do that. I made that mistake. So, yeah, we're doing Chicago and one of these other cities. So, also, if you don't live in one of these cities, but you just want to like donate to the general fund, you can do that. Just don't select one of the teams. You can just donate straight from that, the, that landing page. It's been too long Yeah. since we've done uh, a meetup, first and foremost. But secondly... We, we don't do enough charitable work around here. We, right. we have a platform that we, we can really generate some dollars for some good people out there. And I feel good that we're actually making good on this because it's been too long since we've done something like this. This campaign ends at the end of February, which is a leap year. February 29th is the last day 
We're going to shut it down after that. Shut it down, Dave. What does that mean exactly? What, which part? The, the leap year? The leap year. So the way the calendar works is a year is technically, it adds up to like 365 and like one-fourth of a day, technically speaking. So every four years, they add a day on to like recorrect how the calendar turns over. So it's like pie. No. No, I, right I, I pretty much just explained it in, in the most layman terms I, I can. Okay, sorry, I just have trouble. I, I feel I'm like a, there's a way around just adding a day. It I seems arbitrary. There might Instead be a of, better method somewhere. I, I saw know. a method online one time where someone said they should just add a uh, zero day to January, just make it January zero. And then just even out everything. So you just everyone gets a free day once every four years instead of just putting it on the regular calendar and making us work and shit on it. Is it a purge day? Maybe. Like nothing, nothing, no laws exist. It's goblin mode. You mm -hmm. do whatever you want. Yeah, it's goblin day. That's kind of sick. You can and gobble anything you want. And you're going standard Gregorian calendar? You just looked that Dude, up. Dude, shout out to Greg. Dude, who's Greg, this fucking Greg? Craig? Shout out to dog. Greg for creating a calendar, dude. He is a dog. <laughs> I'm a little worried about Nashville, Charlotte, potentially cannibalizing because, you know, uh, we have a lot of listeners in that region. So that, that Char it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Atlanta, Charlotte, Nashville. I have a prediction. I think Nashville wins. Yeah, Overall, I can see Nashville the, the winning. Nashville people have been the most outspoken about getting to their city. Nashville would be a fun one. They're gonna Nashville's show really easy to get to from Austin. It's a fun as city. As someone who did it last weekend. Like I would it would be such a an easy meetup. Hot chicken, country music. Okay. You were oh. talking about hot something else before. Ass. Oh, you, chicken. Yeah. You left out the best part. Randy is going to uh ride his bike to mm -hmm. whichever location it is. It's and true. You're going to have a GoPro on. That dumper is going to be out of control when he gets there. And for every mile, Randy is going to personally donate to St. Jude's. I don't I don't think that's Are you happen. still planning on matching every donation? It's very generous of you. <laughs> Am I going to be king of race? Yeah. You, do this? We'll see about it. <laughs> yeah, we're using the funds from the, 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 the stuff to give you your race so you can match the donation oh, and perfect, put it in. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to cook the books first. Mm -hmm. Just make sure you select your city first, your team. That way, we everything will be calculated um, accurately. Yeah, it's a little confusing. There's a big donate now button when you first get there. Yeah, don't click do, that. That'll yeah. go to the general fund. I noticed Pecos wasn't on here. Yeah, what's up with that? No one from Pecos spoke up, man. Okay, that's a bummer. I know that's a bummer. They're all too. Drunk but if you live saloon. in Pecos, you can still donate. But we're we're not going to go to your town. Okay. Okay. Do we do we rule out Canada because of the turbocharged super pigs that have been running around up there? Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, we took we took Banff off. It's a good list. segue. I mean, here's the thing. When we see the phrase turbocharged super pig, we not only click, but we uh, make some room in the rundown for it. At first glance, these pigs are pretty pretty cute, in my opinion. Pigs are cute, man. Certified. Uh, but unfortunately, a breed of massive, furry, and ever-hungry super pigs have been wreaking ecological havoc across Canada, and their numbers are expected to spike countrywide this year, according to recent monitoring data. Uh, wild pigs are the worst invasive large mammal on the planet. They're often referred to as an ecological train wreck, said Ryan Brooke. What if you were referred to as an ecological train wreck? That's just so rude. Oh, my God. That's me, like, on Sunday. So this this guy's a he's a professor at the University of Saskatchewan, and I think, he, I think you actually majored in this at Texas State, Dylan. It said that he's studying feral hogs. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say you used to specialize in that at Texas State? What, what do you mean by that exactly? I think you were talking about um, – uh, your roster of women 
Jeez. Fucking clean it up, Dylan. You're disgusting. Someone, someone uh, the other day, <clears throat> this is slightly off topic. He was served an old TFM from way back in the day, and it was uh, Moby Dick Pledge. He only He's only allowed to sleep with whales. TFM. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so what do you fucking mean? fucking rude. What do you mean served? Like on Twitter? It was, this was on Facebook. It was, oh. Yeah. Like maybe he posted a long time ago, like, hey, remember when you, when you shared this? Ah, uh, yes. He yeah. hit him with that repost. Yeah. Moby Dick Pledge. He only sleeps with whales. That's so, that's so messed up. That's rude, people. Well, I, I, I do have slight concerns over these super pigs, especially being in Texas where they've been running rampant. Do we need to be worried about the trillions of cicadas this year, Randy? No, I mean. They out of control? It's just that it's two different broods that are happening at the same time. They come every once 17 years or 13 years. I'm excited. They're gonna, I'm going to be back home for it. My brood. Why are you excited for cicadas? Because me and my brother were both into bugs when we were growing up, and we grew up next to a forest preserve. So I'll be back home for a wedding. So I'll be able to hang out with him. We'll be able to like do the thing we did 17 years ago when we were in like high school and middle school. That's good uh, icebreaker cool. when you're like, talking to a, a random at the bar. Like just just bust into what you just told us, mm -hmm. dude. They're loud though. They're they are loud. They it cannot like, it cannot be louder than last summer. Have you all seen the videos of like them on people's cars and you have to like wipe them off with your windshield wipers because they're just like all over it? I didn't even notice them. I don't think they're as bad in Texas no. as they are in other places. Yeah, they're in the Midwest. They're bad, mm -hmm. especially if it's a, a year for them to be coming out. Double brood. One of the double brood. One of the conspiracies that I've I've found that I haven't covered is uh, the humming sound in Minneapolis. People think it's like alien or something. There's just a hum in the environment, and it's it's fucking cicadas. They haven't figured it out that that's what's going on. How do they survive the harsh winters? They fly south. Do they? No, they, I don't know. They burrow underground. Hmm. What's a super pig, you might be asking yourself? Well, someone had a, a great idea of doing a hybrid breed of a domesticated pig and a wild boar. That's Dave next or two Sundays from now, just Venmoing everyone in sight. They're bigger, they're hairier, they have big tusks, and they are very resilient creatures, and they breed like crazy. So they bred like a normal pig with just like the 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 hogs that have been that have been terrorizing everything. By crossbreeding them, the idea was to make them better for production. Unfortunately, what happened is uh, the the turbocharged they it turbocharged them and made them into what we call super pigs hybrids. They have all the advantages of both types of pigs and do really really well. Is what it says. Dave, if a pig was going from being a normal pig to being turbocharged, what would that look like? <laughs> I don't know. It looks well, like or sound sound like too. I've never felt this power. <laughs> yeah, that's super supercharged, man. Turbocharged. They you weigh upwards of six hundred pounds. It probably looks something like this. Okay, dude, that was good. That was good. This article says they weigh uh, some way upwards of six hundred pounds, about as much as two adult pandas. Why are we weighing things in pan that's adult pandas? Yeah, silly. dude, I totally know how much a, an adult panda weighs. It's so stupid. Like pandas. Yeah, like, okay. That, so pandas are 300 pounds. That's all I got from that. They're not native to this region. It's they, just not a good comp. They will eat almost anything, this article also says. Do they weigh a similar amount to a boulder? That tweet got some more play over the weekend. You really? Just yeah. resurfacing? Yeah, it's a good tweet. A large boulder the size of a small boulder. I just, I, they need to, we need a pig authority in North America. A pig czar. Yeah, we need a pig czar. Dylan, are you willing to be the pig czar? I don't, I don't want to be a pig czar, no. Why? I like Pixar movies, though. No. 
Man, you just no, 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 no. That's a point for Dylan for tomorrow's game show. No, 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 no. He's not even on it tomorrow. I can still get He's points. Right beating you. Don't get, give him a point. I get points. Don't give him a point. I feel like different parts of the world, like they don't like this is these are the same problems that everyone's known about for ten years with the pigs, like being an issue. But like until it gets into their backyard, Canada is like, oh, fuck. then it's like, whoa, what the fuck? It's like, dude, where have y'all been? I bet they have longer hair up in Canada, you know, because of the, the environment. The climate? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. The horses out at our ranch, in the wintertime, their hair gets longer and then shorter in the summer. That's a naturally. vibe, dude. Isn't that weird? It's a vibe. It's, it's fucking cool. It's weird that they try to stomp you out, zip you up. What's the, fuck those horses, man. They really did. That was Is it terrifying. unsettling going out to the ranch now knowing that you have like a group of horses that's adamantly against your existence? Yes. I won't I won't walk around them anymore unless they're like in a pen. It's it it they fucking run up on you. It dude. was really terrifying. I would like, have we simply broken those horses. I got so back to the friend. house. My heart was beating through my chest and I couldn't talk. It was terrifying. Now you know how I felt when I was naked in front of that iguana for three hours. <laughs> pretty much the exact same thing. Okay. Pretty much. I thought I was scared for my life, dog. Wait, remind me why you were naked in front of an iguana? Because I was swimming and everyone was gone from the house and the iguana just sat there looking at me and I didn't know if it was going to do anything to me. Like making fun of your piece or like what? Like when you're younger, like you don't know if iguanas are going to... I don't. I didn't know anything about iguanas in general. How old were you? I don't want to say. I think I was 14. 20, 28? No, I was 14. Okay. They needed the party gecko to pull up. Yeah. I know. I know. A bunch of geckos would have been way... A turbocharged super geckos would be so much more swag. Listen Can you imagine? Like reggae and shit. That's just a dinosaur. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Do they, is it... So when you go back, do they even acknowledge... You like, like hey, we try... Yeah, like, is it weird? Or y'all have y'all kind of, like, squashed that? We just avoid eye contact. It's one of those, like, you see someone you went to high school with at the grocery store. You're like... I don't want to. I don't want to have to talk to this person, so you just don't look at them. God, dude, you never would have survived at the four sixes. You wouldn't survive in Harbor Springs, Michigan, where you can't go to any location of anything without seeing someone that you know. If I see you and I haven't spoken to you in five years, let's just let's just let it be. Whenever we go to the gas station, Sally's like, "Which high school friend are you about to run into at this gas station?" I'm like, "I'm not sure, but I can't wait to find out." Yeah. Did y'all have a gas station that would sell you cigarettes underage? No, we weren't trying to buy <laughs> cigarettes underage, David. Smoking okay. kills. Me neither. Smoke them if you got them, though. <laughs> the one that the one the popular one in Duncanville, and I won't call it out because I'm not a narc. It's still there, and it hasn't changed. It's like the only gas station in town that hasn't changed its name five times, but it's still there. And I'm like, something's going on. We couldn't do that kind of thing because everyone knew each other. That's true. Like it was too impossible. I'll tell you about the the guy in my high school who he knew that this much smaller kid from my high school worked at. Remember Eckerd Eckerd's? Oh yeah. I was my pharmacy growing up. He he would walk into Eckerd's. He would go get a case of beer from the fridge, whatever, and he'd he'd walk by the counter and take a twenty dollar bill, wad it up in a ball, and throw it at him and walk out. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> he knew he wasn't going to stop him. No underage kid would actually yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. You got to be an old he was, weather dick. He was just like a seventeen year old, like small high school kid, this like older, like upperclassman who had like forty pounds on him. What, what he, he just wasn't going to do anything, and he knew that. Yeah. He just threw it at him. I respect out. it. I He's respect so it. so fucked. He we, put him in such a tough position. There was rumors of one in the town over that would sell to, like, pretty much anybody, but we didn't have it in us to go figure that out. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't call my parents and let them know I was buying, buying beers at Scooby's. The beer gas station in Grand Prairie, they would sell to us with our uh, our college IDs. 
we were 18 or 19, it's like we would just be like, dude, we're in college, man. We're definitely of age. And they were like, okay. And sure. It worked for a while. Yeah, because no one in college is under 21. No. Right? That's pretty funny. We fooled them. I used a fake ID once and I was so scared that I never tried it again. I could bought beer at a store. I used my I used I used my fake ID exactly one time and the guy looked at me, he goes, What? I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Like, it's not, it's not a good fake. Thank you, though. Did he take it? No, he gave it back to me, and I gave it back to my buddy who gave it to me. Just it was, it was a pretty lame process. That, that's my entire fake ID experience. Dylan, wh who, who made your fake ID? It wasn't. It was a real ID that belonged to somebody else. Okay. Seems Justin. You didn't just use a, a package of Oscar Myers. <laughs> Is that funny, Randy? <laughs> Everyone else is laughing. Everyone else is cracking the fuck up right now. <laughs> yeah, part of the reason I was so svelte uh, growing up was because I didn't have a fake ID. But these days, I need a little extra kick to uh, to keep this body the way it is. I'm talking about FitBod, baby. That's what's up, dude. You guys familiar with FitBod? It's like having your own personal trainer, but better. It's cheaper, and you can work out anywhere with or without equipment. And it's easy to build custom fitness plans that work for you. We love FitBod over here. If there's one thing we like, it's to keep people guessing. And if there's one thing FitBot does, it keeps your muscles guessing. It does. They're so confused. It's It, it tailors your workouts for you. So you, you tell them what you want to do, what your goals are, and then you tell them what your workout environment is. Are you at home? Do you have bands? Are you at the gym with all the equipment? Oh, I got bands. I was throwing bands on Friday. You really were. Why were you throwing around so much cash? I was talking about my workout before dinner. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so it's great. For beginners, for um, experienced People, workouters, worker outers, people who exercise. They just have one kettlebell at home. They got something for you. If you don't have any, just body weight stuff, they got something for That's you. That's right. Oh, yeah. It's a fine tuned experience from certified personal trainers to bring best practices and exercise science to you. They got over a thousand demonstration videos, but they track your muscle recovery. It adapts as you improve. So each workout, you're challenging yourself and pushing yourself further. Go make it happen. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join FitBod today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription and try the app for free at fitbod.me slash steam. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash steam. You know, I recently moved, boys. Um, I moved from a condominium into a house. It's been a pleasurable experience. I don't like moving, but I like being in a new place. But in doing that, some routines have changed. No longer am I fighting with a random dude with a water bottle magneted to the side of his car. Now I have a new enemy in town, but he doesn't live next to me. He just makes an appearance every once in a while. Milkman? I think I need to fight my FedEx driver. Oh, shit. He oh, would man. beat the piss out of me. I want to be crystal yeah. clear about that. Okay. Thank you. He's got in good shape. I have podcaster hands like Ross Bolin. Uh, if you, I don't know if you guys saw his tweet uh, recently just about how he needs some workout gloves because he's been uh, putting up weight lately. He's soft. I was That's like, yeah, you, you got those Sorry, blogger Ross. hands. You got to build those calluses up, player. Like this guy's this guy's throwing around packages all the time and and just being an absolute unit, but I, he might be throwing around these packages a little too much. See, we have a we have a gate. Sounds baller more baller than it is, but it's we have wow, a fenced in, in yard. You live in a gated community. No, That's no, really it's nice. just a fenced in yard. Okay. 
And uh, while the gate could be easier to open, I think that our FedEx driver is using the difficulty of that gate as an excuse to simply throw our packages into our lawn. Is it protocol to go inside a gate if you're a delivery driver? I think it depends. He's He used our dogs as an excuse one time, but I, I know the dog was not out when he was delivering this package. It's, it just simply didn't happen. Springer Spaniel. Yeah, she's a cutie. Um, and you know what? If he is intimidated by the dog, that's fine. I, I understand that. But uh, I, I returned home the other day, and there was just a random package in this part of my yard that I, I don't usually look at, not in my rotation. And I looked at the side of the package, and it was just completely covered in mud uh, mm. as it had been raining. And I, I kind of just started looking, and I was like, I, I think he's just throwing packages into my yard, which, like, I kind of understand. But we're getting a lot of packages of new stuff lately, and I'm just like, can you just please just set – even if you just set it down nicely outside of the gate – I still think that's better than just chucking into the yard. I like that he's just heave-hoeing the packages. He's just doing like strongman competition where they just they, they toss the uh, the keg over the big wall. And he's just doing that over your exactly. fence for and no like, reason. I have no power in this situation. You need to put up a ring cam. No. Post him. Don't no. narc on him. But you need to be like, hey, man, I got you on video here. I noticed you were heave-hoeing the packages. No, I just, you know, you can't, I don't want to get into like a, if I've learned anything about myself, it's that I can't let go of things that are close to where I live. <laughs> and, and if I don't let go of those things, I, I begin to get really angry about them. You know, like people feeding cream corn to ducks and such. Right. At all. Invasive species. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't like species that invade. No, no. that ain't it. I don't care if it's a type of goose or a turbocharged super pig. So what are you going to, when are you going to fight this fella? I don't know. I'm not really sure. Uh, I think if there's ever a day where the FedEx guy rolls up with like the UPS guy, I think I might just like really thank the UPS guy for dropping the package at our front door and hope that, you know, I can kill him with kindness enough that the FedEx guy realizes it. So wait, you are going to rely on a scenario where they arrive at the same time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. You think there's a beef there? Uh, no, they did. A, there was a truce made back in the early 2000s. A handshake deal? Yeah. They tied up uh, one like a little brown bandana and a little red one and they held it up. If you were going to be a delivery guy, which where are you enlisting? UPS. UPS. Already worked there. The shorts are swag. Yeah, but have you seen how much drip our USPS guy comes through with every single day? He's different, though. Yeah, he is different. We've got the bad boy of USPS. He recently cut his hair. Yeah, Didn't he's, love like, he's less swaggy. He's still pretty drippy, though. Some days he doesn't even wear, like, a USPS hat. He just rocks, like, a, 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 a chill cap. Might see him with the Howler Brothers John on or something. Howler Brothers John. Kind of like you. That's right. That's if he was wearing that hat with his delivery stuff, I wouldn't even think twice. I'd be like, oh, he matched that pretty well with the rest of the outfit. They are getting new cars for USPS, though. They're rolling those things out. It's going to be expensive. I don't know. They electric? I used to want to convert a mail, a mail truck to like my own personal vehicle. Why? Steering wheel on the right side. I thought it was cool. I mean, just move. Just move to like Britain or something. I could just get a car like that instead. You know, in Italy, they drive on the, the correct side of the road, our side. Facts? Yeah. I didn't know that until we went there. And I was like, oh, shit, I could have just rented a car and figured this out. I wouldn't have. I probably would have gotten in a car. It's, it's still very, very intense driving over there. Yeah, it's, it's always a little like, unsettling when you're uh, in a city in Italy and there's just people two inches away from the car and you can just crunch someone's foot at any given moment. Yeah. Or somebody like the car in front of you just like tosses out a uh, slice of pepperoni and you just spin out on it. Speaking of... Can we talk about our news story today? Yeah. A house in New Jersey has been vandalized. 
Dylan, I know you're a big fan of uh, doing, you know, toilet paper and stuff. I'm a big fan of vandalization, yeah. You even pioneered the the variation on forking, where instead of putting forks in people's yards, you just put hot dogs in people's yards. That's not... Uh, how do you even do that? You're the guy who behind hot dogging? Mm-hmm. What do I... Dig little holes? And, yeah, no. you aerate it, and then you just... Stand no, it in each it takes a lot of time. It's a lot of time, dude. It's, it's a lot of time to do that. funny. Yeah. When's the last time you did that? Honestly, that's a felony. And you do it handless, too, which is amazing. Can we get to the story, maybe? <laughs> Wait, how does that work exactly? <laughs> he puts a hot dog in his mouth, and then he puts it into the, the aeration on the ground. With my mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's disgusting. Well, Heather Doherty, uh, she woke up on Wednesday morning to a bunch of pepperoni everywhere. What's this? She said to herself that morning. I'm on camera, so I can't say the words I exactly used, but what is this? From the door to the edge of the porch and then strategically placed down the stairs to the driveway and four slices on the hood and four slices on the trunk of her car. There's just pepperoni everywhere. What do you do if you wake up and you've been vandalized by pepperoni bandits? Was this like a... An, like a hate crime like is it like they're targeting italians or what's going on here? well i don't know because she she literally says uh in this she says uh certainly uh of the family of pepperoni sl- or, on, sorry it says spending a lifetime in the business of pepperoni the owner of manville pizza anthony daniello dave can you say anthony's name anthony daniello daniello anthony daniello uh, says meat looks larger than the kind you would use on pizza. He mm-hmm. said it's certainly from the family of pepperoni, salami. Uh, exactly what, he cannot be certain. But he said, as an Italian, it hurts the heart. Mm-hmm. It's just a waste of meat. I don't like it when people waste food for pranks like this. So, Dylan, something you want to think about going forward. This could okay. be some capicola. Uh, is there no, any chance? Uh-uh. Is there any chance that somebody was just trying to make a uh, casual charcuterie board and things got out of control? Um, I I don't think so. Would you eat any of this uh, salami that, that was just sitting on my front porch? Probably not. Is you're, that, oh, you're too good for front porch salami now. Yeah, I okay, am. okay. I is, am actually. Is that what they do in affluent towns? They they just charcuterie their friends mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instead of toilet paper. They just Dude. do like a nice decorative one, but it's like now you got to clean it up. With a little a little pickles. Dude, did you see Dave's? Yeah. Did you see Dave's front porch? We put so much Havarti on that thing. <laughs> like, think about the ants and all the bugs. Yeah, it's an ant play. That's, uh, yeah, you don't want that. Hogs. Like, yeah. I hope this wasn't a hate crime. I stand with all my Italian brothers out there and sisters for that matter if this was a hate crime because I don't approve of this. If you have an, if you have an Italian family in your neighborhood, simply give them the gift of salami. Yeah. Don't, don't decorate their house with it. Give them some, some, some salami. Don't man. be disgusting. I will, I will say the idea of slicing up pepperoni salami and just like frisbeeing it at the someone's front door does sound kind of fun does it not have you ever flung salami i can't recall a time though i've i flung salami i find that a little hard to believe did you say you did that when you got back from kelly's the other night (laughs) come on man come on do you think heather definitely doesn't own a dog because like rosie would have this cleaned up in about five seconds yeah dogs love salami and pepperoni look listen i love salami I'll eat that shit up, man, but not off the front porch or off the hood of my car. So I don't know where it's been, you know, the whole thing. What's your top meat off of a charcuterie board? Ooh. Like if you if you walk mm. into a wedding and they've got one of those big charcuterie boards that everyone's just taking stuff off of, like what are you going for first? I'm a prosciutto boy. Um, I don't know. Maybe prosciutto. It's a, 
Whatever one looks the best. I don't really necessarily know the names of all of them. There's something dope, so pleasing when they scrunch the prosciutto and it's just little like pinches of prosciutto. It's just so easy to grab Here's them the and throw it down. I'm always worried I'm going to take too much. No. No, when it comes to prosciutto. It's, it tends to stick together and you like you, you tend, intend to get a little piece and it's like, oh, I just took half the fucking prosciutto. Take the one you touch. I know, but what if I touch the thing and it comes off as like this huge thing? I'm like, oh, fuck. That's yours. I, I, that's why I feel bad. That's why I avoid it. It's there to be eaten. If I've learned anything about about meat out at events like this, it's that it always goes a little uneaten. It's like Christian Slater at that that house party. He had all the caviar. You know, I don't want to take too much. It's like Tom Hanks and You've Got Mail. He was just doing a little caviar run around the, the side of an appetizer. <laughs> Got called out for it. Ugly scene. We've all been there. You know, I pull up to the board. I'm going summer sausage. That's how I earned the nickname. Summer sausage is your nickname? Summer of 06. Remember that? Um, not really. Well, they were calling me the summer sausage because every party we went to, we had a board. Hey, I walked I, right up and I just took the whole damn thing. Hey, how's the summer sausage? We got summer sausage coming over. Yeah. We had a friend who worked for a bakery for a summer and she would always show up to parties with a bunch of uh, bagels from that day. We just drunk eat bagels. That's what's up. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. No one was hung over that summer. That's you the dream. Them, though. No, just... we didn't scoop them, dog. Okay. <clears throat> I don't fucking, I don't do that, David. Don't waste food like this. And don't attack um, Italian families. Yeah, their culture is not your... Whoa. What's going on? I don't care. I'm getting wasted. Oh, yeah. I've got a worst of story. This was not submitted by anybody, but the second I saw this, I thought to myself, well, that's not great. Someone who recently went on a ski trip, looked at a gondola, thought to myself... Man, I'm not big into gondolas. I like the idea of them. I like the name of it. Gondola rolls off the tongue. What if I told you uh, that a woman was stuck in a gondola this past weekend for an extremely long time? I would say, thankfully, it wasn't a chairlift. At least she had some protection from the elements. But this is a this is a nightmare situation. Can you imagine being 15 hours in a gondola? I immediately started thinking of Alyssa in this situation, Dave, as she did not seem to love the gondola in Breckenridge due to motion sickness. Motion sickness. Yeah. Uh, 15 hours sitting anywhere without a phone, without anything, without food, water, whatever, just doesn't sound like an ideal situation. This must've been so traumatizing. This poor woman probably gonna have to go see her gondecologist. Oh, took him a little bit. Gondecologist. Monica Lasso was on a skiing trip with her friends when she got stranded on a gondola. Sounds like she went up for some last runs. About 4.58, and they the just shut that thing down. Is the pow good then? No. I've always it's thought, all chopped up. I've always thought their system for making sure everyone was clear is a little... Uh, Willy-nilly? Antiquated. It's like, all right, chair number, you know, 138. And so that you like you, you radio up like chair number, wait till that comes around that, that way we know they're all off the thing. What would it sound like if it was chair seventeen thirty eight? Uh, yeah, chair seventeen thirty eight. When that comes back around, that was such a bad so bad attempt at seventeen thirty eight. I'm sorry, Randy. What would it sound like if uh, it was chair seventeen thirty eight and they needed to call up and say that was the last one? Yeah, last chair is going to be seventeen thirty eight. Oh wait, it's got to be pilot voice though. You know what I mean, though? Checking in on... Uh, that's how they do it. 1738. Like, all right. Hold on. Let my man cook. From here on out, I'm not letting anybody else on. You, you radio up to the top. Like, all right. Check. 
It, it feels like it's not a foolproof system. Conditions no. are tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever gotten I, stuck on a chairlift? I mean, oh, that's no. that sounds scary to me. I've no. been on. I got. We didn't get stuck, stuck, but we were stopped on a chairlift for forty-five minutes once, and it was not. It was not a settling feeling, dude. Forty-five minutes feels like five hours. Have you seen the video of that chairlift that goes out of control? Yeah, it's sad. That's this. Oh my god, it is awful. Have you seen this, Dave? Yeah, it's very, just, very like, frightening. Just like a mangled mess of chairs and yeah, limbs at the bottom of it. Yeah, chairlifts fall off the uh, wire more than you'd think. I don't want to hear that, man. Usually happens at night when it starts getting blustery outside. And they're just swanging. It's not moving there. It's just sitting stationary. Knocks them off. Skiaria goes in, picks it up. Doesn't tell anyone it happened since they don't have to. Damn. Just saying. This Isn't guy the, knows the fucking behind the curtain shit. The, the kid like, responsible for clearing the, go the gondola is it probably some like 17 year old working like a part-time job yeah. stoned out of his mind yeah he's probably been hitting that yeah. sticky all day dude like, yeah of course someone got stuck up there right yeah that's tough man is she she gonna sue the mountain or what what's going on here i don't know i mean i don't, I don't know emotional distress david how do you how do you serve the mountain <laughs> yes i'm looking for uh need you to sign this yeah <laughs> the mountain it just turns blue who doesn't have a phone in 2024 while skiing alone? Like, that should be a requirement if you're skiing alone. Yeah. All these people are getting caught in, like, there's been a lot of, I think, a fair amount of deaths lately uh, of people falling in the trees, like the tree area of mountains. And whether it's in an area with, like, a light post or a snowmaker, a snow machine, or whatever... Uh, people have been falling into the crevice there and unable to get themselves out. Dude, that's another thing. When, when they shut lifts down for the day, how do you know that everyone who needs access to that lift has cleared? I think it's on you at that point. You got to figure it out. I know, but like, you got to find a way. Not everyone's figured out. Not everyone's uh, going to nail that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that has always worried me when it, like, it's getting later in the day. This is why I only do ski in, ski out. It's frat, dude. That's it. It's frat. When I go, Every season, that's what I do. You like to just grab to your front door. Dude, yeah. I don't fucking even worry about that because I don't even do last tracks because, like, you, I just want to be there for the apres. I just do helicopter skiing at this point. Heli-skiing. Oh, What's that? Oh, you jump out of a helicopter? They take you up to the top, and then you ski down, and they take you back up. That's got to be expensive. Very, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I got it like that. You're nice with it. Really? You're like, spending all your hard-earned money on just it. helicopter skiing? All of it, yeah. Does, I don't know if heli-skiing's, like, the move. Well... I'm, my family is very poor now, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> stop taking helicopters everywhere. <laughs> he it might straighten things out quickly. Stop. Yes, Dylan has a crippling addiction to hella skiing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're doing hella skiing though. Oh, that's scary. I I don't know. She's Terrifying. got her ski stuff on. Not that cold, right? I guarantee you, she was very cold. It's colder at night, Davey. People don't know that. Yeah, that's fair. It is colder at night, mm -hmm. and you're at elevation. Double elevation, really. Yeah. Maybe she had like a, a nip of uh, brandy with her. Maybe some. Uh, if that she did, boy, fireball. Mine. You know, warm you up inside a little bit. He's doing brandy and Monica. Let's not. Let's Shout not out. forget. Don't, let's not don't forget. Don't sleep on Monica, dog. No, I, there's a time. <laughs> okay. Do you guys have any thoughts on the protesters for the climate who threw soup at the Mona Lisa this past weekend? What kind of soup? You see, Zach Bryan was there. No. 
Yeah, Zach Bryden saw the Mona Lisa, I think, later that day. Really? Or earlier that day. One of the two. But he was he was at the Mona Lisa the day that they threw the soup on it. The thing about the Mona Lisa is it's behind like six inches of glass. So she was probably fine with it. Dang. Shorty soupy. Yeah. So, so it's it, not damaged. They just had to they had to clean the soup off of the glass. Oh, then that's not that big of a deal. No. But wasting soup, wasting food again. Like, what are we doing? I don't waste, I don't waste soup. Was it what kind of soup? Garbanzo? Uh, I had split pea vibes. I might waste some split pea soup. I I, ooh, I, I like split no, pea. No, there soup. was a there was a time in my life where I thought I liked it, but then I tried other soups and I was like, oh, I'm I probably don't need to order split pea very often at you this gotta point. You gotta split all those peas though. Didn't you say you used to do that? Yeah. Dylan. What are you looking at? Dave's just Googling summer sausage right now. <laughs> I'm, dude, my, sounds, man's just, my man's just Google imaging search. He's just hitting the image. good? He's going to go eat something for lunch. No, dude. There was, a, there was a period of time when Fritz was, uh, like last summer when Fritz was really into summer sausage, and there was a major shortage at our grocery store. My bad. That was me. No, I'm hesitant to even talk about summer sausage on this podcast for fear it might start getting sold out everywhere. Yeah. We just kicked off a run on summer sausages. It would be so nice if you were in a gondola for 15 hours and like six hours in, you realize, oh yeah, I have that summer sausage in my jacket pocket. That would change a lot. It would make it so easy. Do you think there's any calm knowing that like you're probably, you know you're going to get out when they fire it up again the next day? It's just, you know it's a waiting game at that point. I would just take my clothes off and treat it like a cold plunge. <laughs> just ju you jump out of the gondola. I would jump. Yes, I would. It, how far is it? Like twenty feet? No, it's far, dude. Oh yeah, the gondola, the, the chairlift is not that far. Right? There's part, there's parts of chairlifts where you're like, you can justify jumping off and hoping that you just don't break anything. Yeah. There's other parts of chairlifts where you're like, yeah, now, now would be, that that's where I always get a little dark when I start thinking on chairlifts. I always think to myself, this would be the worst place to get stuck. There right are now. some yeah really high areas that are very concerning. But there is a, like a place where you could bog technically and you'd be fine. You just face first dive into that thing. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest going face first. Okay. I've, I've learned in the last two ski, ski trips that I've taken that I don't do well on uh, chairlifts hungover. That makes sense. Once they start to sway, your boy starts getting real, real iffy. Mm -hmm. It's the old age in me. I've only thrown up hungover once, and it was on a swaying chairlift, and I think it was the motion sickness from the chairlift. Big I got motion? a little sick. Uh, it was big motion, dog. A little nauseous when I. Rode the chairlift the first time I skied, and I forgot that I had to like ski off of the thing. And I was like, I've never actually skied before, and I've got to like, I've got to dismount from this chairlift. When I learned how to snowboard, the the, the toughest part for me was getting off the chairlift. I couldn't do, I, I couldn't do it efficiently. I looked yeah. like such a narp. Just it's like an awkward position. It's not great. It's not a great position. Right. What are your favorites? I, I don't know. I don't know. S ski, tips up. You're a pizza guy. Stop. Well, I, no guy. one has ever pizzaed down a terrain park harder than me. You were in that Zoc card that day, player? My quads were done. Yeah. Being a when I was a ski instructor, doing doing pizza all day was pretty tough on the legs. Maybe that's what happened. It is tough. On, on the knees, man. Stress on those knees. Especially your tiny ass legs, dog. Okay. Famously that's... can't get mass on those things. No it's matter true. what. You should maybe try pizza in more. That's mm -hmm. how you could grow those legs. I, that's, no, I don't think so. Okay. But thank you for the suggestion. Have you thought about getting injections? Yeah. I have. Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye. Bye.